the realm of the natural to cause man to reign in life. Romans 5.17, the Bible says, For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. And of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. So it's in the mind, see, in the mind of in the mind of of um of divine justice, if truly through the offense of one man death reign, then also through the obedience of Jesus, grace must also reign. The free gift. What is of many offenses must also reign because it brings justification. But see, grace has not been well understood. Grace has been misconstrued for a normal cliche in a Christendom. Even the worldly are making mention of grace. But what is grace? See, God has called us by his grace into, into grace and to dispense grace. Our calling is by grace, not of works into grace wherein we stand now and then to dispense his own grace in romans 5 verse 1 therefore being justified by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand so we have access into this grace by faith and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So long as we stand in grace, we stand in grace. Ephesians 2 talks of sitting in grace. We stand in grace. Now the posture of sitting has to do with um, uh, of, of dominion, that we are seated to bear rule, and the posture to stand it connotes the ability to judge using God's word, applying God's word, the application of God's word, the truth, resisting the forces of darkness or the forces of nature as a result of the fall of man. All things went astray. The Bible says, For the dark places of the earth are full of the habitation of cruelty. Wherever the word of God does not dominate, the wicked and his intentions dominate. The realm of darkness, the realm of ignorance becomes the domain of Satan and his cohort. But when light comes, truth prevails. Righteousness reigns. Hallelujah. Now, so we are justified by faith. And we have this access into the grace of God by faith. And that causes us to rejoice in hope of the glory of God. However, the word grace has been used in various applications to the extent that many have not understood grace. According to scripture, we are to reign by grace and to multiply grace at will. Grace is supposed to be multiplied at will by the church. We are told to grow in grace, first Timothy 3 18. By growing grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, to grow in grace. 
So we can multiply grace. We can take much more grace in Romans 5.17. Reading from the word from the Amplified Version. The Bible reads, For if because of one man's trespass, last offense, death reigned through that one, much more surely would those who receive God's overflowing grace, grace that overflows, grace that overflows, God's provision has always been hyperperuso, hyperperuso, the word hyper, beyond, like we have hypertension, beyond, over and above, over and above the threshold, the mark. Now, so, um, overflowing grace, the unmerited favor, and the free gift of righteousness, putting them into the right standing with himself, that's with God, reign as kings in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. So God wants us to reign as kings. If death reigned, this time life must reign. And this life is in the Son. And the Son has given to us this eternal life. To reign in this life. To dominate life. Don't forget we are sharing on unprecedented grace. So, according to scripture, we are to reign by grace. To multiply grace at will. Of course, the Bible calls us the dispensers of grace. We are the custodians of grace. We have to understand what grace is. Now, you read the book of First Peter. It's just interesting. 5, the verse 10. You look at the way Apostle Peter put it. And that's the truth. But the God of all grace, the God of all grace, whether academic, academic grace, ministerial grace, all graces. Marital grace, the God of all grace. Strengthen and settle you. Grace settles. Grace strengthens. Grace establishes. Grace perfects. Now grace is imparted. I want to read to you again. I read First Peter 5 verse 10. By the God of all grace. By the God of all grace. Verse 10. By the God of all grace who has called us unto his eternal glory. We've been called unto a glow that has not faded away. I know there are people that talk about demons having whisked away some glory or robbed them of glory, stripped them of some glory. As if glory is a garment on them. The spirit of glory, that's what the Bible calls it now in the, in the New Testament. And your inheritance in Christ Jesus cannot be robbed. I, I want to make it so clear to you. I know I'm always having new audience. In First Peter 1, the verse 4. So I read the verse 2 into 4. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father. So we are God's own chosen ones before the foundation of this world. Through sanctification of the spirit, so we were set apart. We are not like the world whose glory can be stolen away from them or can be robbed from them or snatched or stripped as though it were a crown on their head. 
Job 9 talked about he stripped me of my glory. Nine. Ninety nine. Now look at it. So the next verse, blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible. So our inheritance in Christ Jesus is incorruptible. No one the Bible says to an eternal glory. Unto his eternal glory. It has not fade away. Everlasting glory. The giftings of God, even though God gives grace, as you seen, the giftings of God are without repentance. God has not taken them from, from you. God has much more than, is it much more than you can ever think of more than enough god doesn't need that corrupted grace it doesn't need what he gives you it's called the source of all things the most blessed one it's more than enough it's more than enough it's El the god of plenty the all-sufficient god the Almighty Father is more than enough. Is more than enough. Is more than enough. Is how shall die? The God of plenty, the all sufficient God, the Almighty Father. Is the Almighty One, the most blessed one. He doesn't need to take, take it away from you. So his blessings, his giftings, the inheritance in Christ Jesus are without repentance. He does not take them, and the devil has no right to those inheritance. You have to know this. It is lack of knowledge that make people think that the devil can steal away their, their glory. Incorruptible, it cannot be corrupted. I don't know. You can't corrupt my gift. You can't corrupt what I have. You can do it. <laughs> if you don't really understand this message very well, you, you need a foundational message. And we just shared on uh, wherever you're listening to us from, wherever you, you are actually in touch with this material, whether in um, written format or in audio or video, um, make sure you request for the message on understanding spirituality we talk about the spirit and the soul so um you make sure you, you you get it because it's going to really be more light on these um points that we 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 we, we bring it out because the foundation is in that message understanding spirituality now the, the to inheritance incorruptible one two undefiled it the word corruption means deviating see deviation from intended purpose whatever god meant for it to be that that can deviate from it it veers off track goes off tangent it is what it called corruption and then undefiled it cannot be polluted and that's not fade away so your glory cannot fade it does not fade praise the lord it is kept by the power of god through faith Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now let's let's continue. So, um, the grace of God is what we're talking about. The um the unprecedented grace on the mind of God, in God's heart of hearts, 
what God thinks about you now concerning the time in which we are. And this very month, the very, see, the, the very um, um, days in which we are is to launch you into something called unprecedented grace, overflowing grace, extravagant grace, grace beyond measure. But what is grace? What is grace? So the Holy Spirit has commissioned me to unpack the mystery of grace to you. To be understood in its proper context for meaningful applications. Look at this scripture in the book of Colossians 1, the verse 6. The Bible reads for, you know, it says, which is come unto you as it is in all the world and bring it forth fruits as it is, as it doeth also in you. Since the day ye heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. So you have to know the grace of God in truth. There has to be a relationship. There has to be a correlation between the grace of God. See, the grace of God, the truth of the gospel is all about the grace of God. The grace of God and the message you are listening to because every word of God comes with grace. So I was trying to let people understand that of course, the grace that God gives you, it doesn't take them away from you. In First Peter, I read First Peter um, 5, the verse 10 to you. And then I came to First Peter 4, the verse 10, which actually talk about this same grace. First Peter 5, verse 10, we are told that we are, you see, we are to be perfected by this grace. We are called into this eternal glory by who? By the God of all grace. God is the is the is the is the um the father of all grace. The son, as it were, is the dispenser of the grace of God. If you're a son of God, you dispense grace. Children of God, sons of God, offsprings of God are expected to, to donate to the world, to distribute to the world, to bestow. How do I know? It's clear. First Peter 5 verse 10, the Bible says, By the God of all grace, all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after that he have suffered for a while, you suffer for a while, make you perfect, establish you, strengthen and settle you. Chapter 4, the verse 10, as every man, talking to the church, as every man of God, as every Christian has received the gifts and we know the gifts of God are without repentance. It's proper gifts. Reading from the Amplified Version. As each of you has received a gift, a particular spiritual talent, a gracious divine endowment, employ it for one another as befits good trustees of God's many-sided grace. <laughs> Faithful stewards of the extremely diverse power powers and gifts granted to Christians by unmerited favor. So we have the extremely diverse powers and gifts that is called grace. The extremely diverse powers, abilities, potentials, skills. And gifts. So I'm talking about the unprecedented, extremely diverse powers, 
giftings. Are you following? These are the things that we are um, with. See that we are we are we are pregnant with that we have. I want to build the truth, so it's in series. Of course, I'll explain the scripture properly in our next segment. I want you to look at the. I want us to look at the true meaning of grace because Colossians one verse six says, "You see this message, the gospel that has come unto you, the gospel which has come unto you, the gospel." What has come unto you, what is come unto you as it is in all the world, the same gospel, and bring it forth fruit. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ that you receive must bring forth fruit. Every word of God that you hear must bring forth fruit in you. As it does also in you, it has to bring forth fruit in you. It is universal, universal truth, bringing forth fruit everywhere. Since the day you heard of it, so the day you hear of it and you know the grace of God in truth, the grace of God has to be revealed to you. The grace of God has to be unveiled to the church and to the church's advantage. Listen, the reason the word of the word of God hasn't worked for many might not necessarily be because of the absence of faith. Of course, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, reading the verse 2, that the gospel preached them, for the gospel preached them. See, the gospel preachers was also preached unto them. But the Bible says that the same gospel, see, preached unto, unto us was also preached unto them. Not profiting them because they did not mix the word of God with faith. Why? They lack faith. And so the word of God did not prosper them. But let me show you. The reason the word of God, the gospel hasn't worked for many a Christian, might not necessarily be the absence of faith. Example, Lazarus was raised from the dead. Jesus was in the 35th verse of John 11. Because of their unbelief, Martha met Jesus. See, at Bethany, you know, he met Jesus before he would come to the town. He met him at the entrance of the town. He ran to Jesus. Said, your friend Lazarus is dead says oh i mean i told you that uh, i'm the resurrection in life he said oh i know uh, i know that in the last day we shall resurrect and look at it she said no even now even now those who are dead shall come back to life and those who are alive and believe in me shall never yet she didn't understand what jesus was talking about there was no faith there. Presently, there was no faith. Yet, Lazarus was raised from the dead. Lazarus died. Where was his faith to bring him up from the dead? So that's um, an illustration of unbelief. What I think is the reason why the gospel is not working for many a Christian is also a function of knowledge lack of knowledge that they don't understand the truth revelation there's no such thing as faith without knowledge that i have faith but you don't have knowledge listen to me this shared zeal you only have zeal or that's superstitious that's superstition or assumption you are assuming something to be in the book of romans chapter 10 i want to show you something romans 10 verse 1 Bread in my heart, desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. 
For I bear the record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they have been ignorant of God's righteousness, go about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ, the end of the law, for righteousness to everyone that believe it. So they didn't know this before. See, so their faith was in the wrong is was in the wrong direction. It was in a law towards the law or the teachings of Moses, and not according to the truth. Are you following? So grace must be embraced. Grace must be unveiled, and grace must be embraced. There is no such thing as faith without knowledge. Because knowledge is faith guaranteed. Once you have knowledge, faith comes up. There is a correlation between knowledge and faith. The absence of faith in someone is rooted in the person's ignorance of the truth. Speaking of tongues, Pala Gabaya, Leko Shatalaba, Reketelebe, Leko Fradiba Hasiti. Malatosh Ketelege, Leko Fradiba. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. So Prakiba Hayada, Dekete Setele, Rako Shatalaba. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Grace, 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 grace. Now it might be noted that grace is God's character. A distinct essence of God in character. Grace is God's own character. That is God's own nature. It's a distinct essence of God in character. An action of free will kindness closely related to his benevolence love and mercy any character that is related in a, in any way to this free will of you know kindness benevolence love and mercy without condition no obligation is the nature of god a virtue from god that influences the heart of man that's grace, a virtue from God that influences the heart of man to produce a divine effect. Grace is received in the heart. Grace is not what you are seeing around. Grace is the quality. You see, it comes to influence the heart. Hmm. As well as the, the eyes of the beholder. So it affects the heart of those as well who passively um, are also affected in a way to show you kindness, love, preferential treatment. So I said is um, God's character, God, a distinct essence of God and character. It differentiates God from the from the world. The Bible says, ye are of your father the devil. In John chapter 8, the verse 44. He said, you are of your father the devil. John 8, 44. 
and it, it's amazing it defines who the devil is for instance <clears throat> the thief coming not but for what to steal to kill and to destroy we know he's a destroyer we know our adversary is a destroyer now here jesus tells them that you cannot understand my speech because, even because you are not you cannot hear my word ye are of your father the devil and the last the desires of your father ye will do he was a murderer she is naked a murderer like cain who killed his brother a murderer from the beginning so the bible says cain who is of the devil a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him the devil cannot be consistent he can never be consistent it's not consistent with him to be truthful he cannot he will tell you today it's true the next time you see it's four it's twelve. it cannot that's his nature because there's no truth in him and when he speaks a lie he speaks of his own it takes from himself for he's a liar and the father of it so he's the father of all lies he's a liar and he's the one that postulated lies he propounded lies the formulation of lies the creation of lies came from this guy hallelujah he's the father of lies that's his nature the devil is a liar his nature is to lie and god's nature you see is grace part of god part of god's nature defining who god is there's this distinct you see the devil has a distinct character wickedness lies that's his nature now god's distinct nature too the essence of god that this god some element of god is love is grace so we are saying that grace is god's character a distinct essence of god in character an action of free will that's god see by some good will kindness closely related to his benevolence love and mercy any action that is closely related to his own benevolence it is love and kindness see love and mercy we see this grace the virtue from god that influences the heart grace not upon the head it's of the heart the spirit now the heart of a man to produce a divine effect so whether divine ability or whatever it's all inside of you the skill the the, the 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 talent the super the diverse powers or, or giftings they are all inside whether being it talent or whatever you may call it it's within divine enablement it's all within the skill yeah within now it actively or possibly conditions the heart to elicit divine response so for instance, if I carry a certain grace, it is on the inside, the heart. It influences my heart and also influences anyone that comes into contact with me to like me by force or to show me kindness. In the same vein, when a devil whose own is wickedness begins to program his own children, now he can program men by default to be hated by people. So although 
you can say that oh women are very kind mothers are very kind to their own children but so long ago has been able to affect the life of this child in a certain way the heart of the mother is turned against the child now demonic work or effect is work causing the woman to hate the child to dump the child somewhere or to wickedly as it were execute the purpose or the plans of satan i hope it's clear to you so a virtue from jesus you are of a father and his work is last you do now there are others to who do the last of god or the desires of god the word last word is the word lack or desire the word lack is the likes or desires or plans in the same thing if god want to give you scholarship god has a way of influencing the heart of people just to like you or to favor you the heart of Hazarus in the book of esther was affected in a way in that queen esther had to be favored in esther 322 favored by by by, by king Hazarus. So, grace has a way of influencing actively in you by instilling or inspiring you some skill, qualities, certain ability that you did not even learn, as well as producing some effects. So, I'm going to show you the Greek words and um, as well, you know, go ahead and then, um, you know, the Hebrew first and then the Greek. It will go a long way to help you. A long way to help you. And then, of course, I will go the glory of, of grace to us well. Not today, maybe maybe uh, next week, Wednesday. As God grants me space and time to speak about it. So, um, we said a divine virtue from God that influences the heart of man to produce a divine effect. It could be God's purpose to, be, to produce God's plan. Look at it. The... The guy Joseph was blessed by God. The guy was highly favored. But look at what grace did. The Bible talk about see after you have suffered a while, there is a see there is a school of grace that allows you to sometimes be exposed to some challenges. <laughs> Why? Because grace will answer and grace will mock them. Grace has a way of mocking. See, mocking the disputers, mocking the challenges, mocking those that thought the accusers, mocking those that planned the the the, 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 the conspirators or those that conspired in the days of Daniel. The governor that conspired against him. Grace is a way of exposing them. Now, in the book of Genesis 15, the, the verse 30, we see, we, you know, we, 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 we again see Joseph telling his brothers that, listen, you have not done anything, anything wrong to me. You see, you meant this for evil. You meant this for evil. You sold me to slavery. For you, you planned evil. You see, but God, meant for you see meant it for good so it was god's orchestration you can't do anything against the man who is graced by god ah, yeah, 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 yeah. that man who has the grace of god can never be listen i want to show you the element of grace what grace is you can't carry grace and have people bring you down you know, see, you can't kill a man of grace unless the man has sex 
or the man says he wants to die because it's it's it is subject to your will it is something unmerited so it's not in your case it's not in your office to dictate what happens but grace makes you see it it's able to raise your status <laughs> listen i told you that god is the father of all grace see the god of all grace and he makes you the custodian it makes you the one to distribute the distribute the, the distributor the dispenser the one who ap applies the applicator of said grace <laughs> oh my god look at the era of grace Revel you know hebrews 11. i wanted to you know see for yourself listen don't be um uh, uh, <laughs> listen in hebrews 11 hebrews 11 we are told about the fathers of faith you know in the that's the announce of faith you see that that's the book of faith or the announce of faith the records of faith the faith fathers and um we saw abel from abel we saw enoch you know that generation we saw Moses and it continues like that. And um, that of Daniel, Japheth, and what have you, that time will fail us to talk about this and blah, 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 blah. I want to read small to you. Listen, some of you, you have to listen to this. You see, it's a moment of, of liberty. You see, this message comes to liberate you. Um, whatever was set, see, uh, 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 on a default, see, by default was set um, um, against, you see, the programming that uh, uh, um, was was configured against your, your life in Christ, your liberty in Christ. Today, this message of grace comes to liberate you. Your understanding of this, this word will position you, will reposition you and reassign you to your inheritance. To your rightful place i see the grace of god see reposition people bringing people into alignment with god's purpose for their lives i see the grace of god pushing people to places i see the grace of god bringing men helpers men to hold you up and to be your shield now the bible says in the book of hebrews 11 28 through faith <laughs> oh my god 29 by faith they pass through the red sea as by land just like was walking through land. now uh, which the egyptians are saying to do were drowned they tried they tempted and they drowned by faith the walls of jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days by faith rehab perished not although there was impending judgment on them but by faith rehab did not perish with them that believe not <laughs> verse 11 and what more shall i say for time would fill me to tell of gideon and of barak and of samson and of japheth that japheth and of david also samuel and of the prophet who through faith through faith they subdued kingdoms worked out righteousness by faith by faith the rough righteousness obtained promises the promises of god came to pass in their lives through faith they stopped the mouth of lions by faith they quenched the violence of fire shadrach meshach and abednego escaped the edge of the sword 
Out of weaknesses, weakness, they were made strong. So though they were weak, by saying they became strong, what valiant in fights tend to fight the armies of the aliens? Those that tend to pursue them, they chase them to the gates. Women raised, received the dead. Raised to life again, and others will touch it. Look at it. Others will touch it, not accepting deliverance. They did not accept deliverance. They could be delivered. For instance, the apostles wanted to die to be with the Lord. So they chose to die. Let me tell you, a man of grace is unstoppable. Listen to this. Grace means that heaven is sponsoring you. That Christ is your sponsor. The Holy Ghost sponsors you. <laughs> to say I'm a man of grace means that I'm sponsored by the Holy Ghost. Can you see that right now? Say I'm sponsored by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> that your manager is the Holy Ghost. The one who is sponsoring your coach is the Holy Ghost. Your lecturer is the Holy Ghost. How can a man of grace fail? Grace does not fail. Grace comes to raise and to erase shame, to raise your status. Let me continue with you. Listen. So, grace is a virtue from God. And once you have grace, you, you have to reign in life. <laughs> that would be Sunday. See, Sunday we're talking about reigning. This, this grace makes you reign. The reigning life of grace. What grace does you? The effect of grace in your life. A man of grace. <laughs> a virtue from God. Something that came from God. Imagine when a spirit, you know, and Ezra was able to write war more than what Samuel wrote. You see, Ezra was a scribe, so he wrote very well. Chronicles. Now he said, a spirit from Satan came. But you see, uh, when you read the book of Samuel, you see that a spirit from the Lord came to torment um, Samuel. See, evil does not come from God. Of course, because of God's judgment, that's why. But it was not from God. The devil had a chance. See, he gave the devil a chance into his life. And that affected him. Look at it very well. When any fetish or any man tells you, I'm going to do this, listen, let them understand that you are under grace. Maybe you don't understand what I mean. You are under grace. Can you see it right now? Say, I am under grace. <laughs> I am under grace. I am under grace. See what it means to be under grace. <laughs> Look at it. An evil spirit came. And that spirit overwhelmed this guy. The guy could not control himself. He could not hide it. He could not hide his, his um, uh, hidden, see, the hidden intent. Intentions that were hidden. The hatred for, for, for. He had a hatred for the envy, the hatred, the jealousy that he had for David. He could not hide it. He could not sleep. He had to chase this guy. Why? There was an evil influence. An instance of darkness was at work in this man, working in him. Listen, if you should say that grace is working in you by revelation, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. If you should understand what grace is, it is something from a virtue from God. Hey, it is grace, the spirit, spirit of grace coming from the Father. Look at it. 
when that sleep came, the man of God prophesied naked. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, it will listen, it overwhelms, see, overwhelms everything. It overshadows everything about your life. It covers your weaknesses. It covers it is able to amplify your own ability. It will set your ability apart and reveal the perfections of the source. If grace from darkness causes people to become mad, to live promiscuous lives, to do all sort of wrong things without shame, it blind, you see, blindfolds them that they cannot see. The desire of their father is what they do. That means there's a grace at work. And grace is, see, an ability at work in you. It is not your own ability, but something at work in you. It's a law. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. When you see things, see what how do you know? See, how do you know? Spirit are laws. When spirit are emotion, there's a law, there's a law, emotion. It has been judged. The adjudication in the says that this must happen, and so it is happening. An evil spirit from the you know, an evil spirit affected this guy so much that he could not think. He saw. Prophesied naked. He didn't see his nakedness. King Saul could not hide his hatred. Because of such small evil spirit that came. How much more when God says unprecedented grace? On the mind of God right now. The Holy Ghost intentions for you is unprecedented grace. So I'm explaining what grace means. A virtue from God that influences the heart of man. Use a divine effect. Demons too, when their own comes, they make you work. They produce in you the work of darkness. When grace comes, you work the works of righteousness. When grace comes, you fulfill the agenda of God. You'll be empowered. To do God's bidding, what grace does, what grace does, what grace does, it gives you the ability because it influences your heart, it takes over your soul, it expresses itself through the soul and the body, so it actively or passively conditions the heart to elicit, to produce or bring about to espouse a divine response. God's character cannot be earned. You cannot end God's character. It is freely demonstrated. It is bestowed or it is shown. Grace is God's character. You cannot produce grace on your own. It is given. God desires to give you this grace. And to give you, you see, that same grace gives you the ability to multiply itself. At your will, at will, to grow, grow in grace. <laughs> God's character can never be end. You have to know it. So grace is God's. See the essence of His character. See a distinct essence of God and character. You see in motion, the the character of God in motion. God is love. You see love activated, love at work. So it is unmerited as giving freely without obligations or conditions. 
grace is given without any obligation why did god make you um, um a very good uh, maybe artist or or a very good singer did you give god anything did you bribe god did you pay no it was given to you freely freely received without any obligation without any condition it's you know its first mention is traced to the days of noah where the bible says and noah found grace in the sight of god see the hebrew nuance for grace is composed of two letters now listen very good because i don't have um any board there's no visual aid to help you so just listen attentively the hebrew you know alphabet see um uh, uh how do i even call it uh they are pictorial characters in nature you see they are in the form of pictures you see acts like drawing some of them look like um see some look like um open hands see uh, one look like a tree that other look one looks like a cross um the other might also look like um like a face wall see so they uh they they they, they depict certain notion and i want to explain what grace is so the hebrew nuance for grace as translated in english you see is composed of two letters the letters are as if you are claiming your truth you see it is cut cut and noon cut noon cut noon or canoon 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 now the hebrew alphabets are, are pictorial in nature right uh, they are pictorial characters see they are like pictures in nature and the c h e t or the the cat cat it's a private place of refuge see the picture of it is uh, like a place of refuge see of fence and protected by a wall i want you to understand the reason why if you are engaged <laughs> unless you don't know god <laughs> if you have a grace no but that's why nobody could stop the dream of that young man joseph are you following good now look at this so um chat is a private place of refuge so the word private means that it singles out right yes unique in a way a refuge fenced and protected by wall while the noon and noon so um it, it read backwards you see it you see the noon first before the 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 okay so cat moon is grace in a, in hebrew one of the of the um the hebrew names for grace hebrew not not greek hebrew word for grace the first one is cat now cat is um like i told you you face war private place of refuge that means there's deliverance there is um, what they call salvation right so it also means salvation also means deliverance set apart and protected right or protection good where are the noon is symbolized by fish the drawings like fish and in the greek in the hebrew um, dictionary it also talks about um activity and life you see activity and life said that the activities of this man is protected see when grace comes <laughs> grace is able to produce activity in you, some certain action in you 
it will impel some action in you make you do certain things i couldn't see before but now i'm singing there's an activity of singing there's this singing activity i have the singing grace so when 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 a jew is talking about grace when you mention grace to him huh, he's thinking about something that is making you do what you are see what you are doing an activity beyond your natural strength something that has come to become natural with you but it's not part of your nature but then it's a divine influence or force at work in you are you following are you, are you following are you following uh, but uh but uh isaac are you, are you following so grace uh, as you've known for years maybe if not for this message you, you wouldn't have known grace this way now grace you see in the hebrew letters you see it's composed of you see, two two letters just two letters and like i told you as if you are clearing your truth it's spelled k h a n a n or you may have it as c h a t but it is it pronounced as if you are clearing your throat your throat cut and i showed you a private place of, of refuge or walled or protected by wall and the noon is symbolized by fish and that represents activity actions and life right life and action well we have um and then also the the cut the cut or cut is the eighth letter in the hebrew alphabet and eight also represents newness look at it so when grace comes you are seeing some new life <laughs> new activity so if truly grace has come i should see some new it has to translate into some new now if grace is also in the atmosphere around me it has to in a way affect the atmosphere such a way that i have to see some newness there has to be new story a change of story now it brings shield or protection because it is it's a fence wall around me oh my god now so it's also it's newness so it could be new birth new beginning you see it also means eternity that that thing does not so look at look at grace it has some eternal value that is why the gifts of god are without repentance when god gives you that he takes them from you the callings and gifts of god are without repentance are, are without repentance thank you holy ghost now let's look at the noon the noon is 50 the number 50 noon now and noon is also jubilee jubilee means rest or deliverance rest from labor so maybe you've been struggling when grace sets in there is salvation it's a private place see friends a place of refuge so you are sat in a way protected in a way <laughs> and some newness is introduced and this newness has some eternal value so when a jew is talking about grace is looking mm, are you sure you're having a grace because he looks at this thing that uh, as if something that will not it connotes something that is eternal oh if it's your talent then truly it, it's with you look at it nobody can steal your talent because it's inside of you are you following so grace is jubilee also as well rest deliverance so when we put the two together you see uh, for instance with a b c d the hebrew man will read from the z it goes back like arabic you see it starts from right to left 
we are going left to right but it starts from right to left everything starts from right to left so it starts from the right line to the left uh -huh. okay so it is um chetnun 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 now so it means that a life you see rests on every side with protection on the life of the one on on whom it is what evoked if grace is evoked or bestowed on someone comes with rests newness new beginning newness new activities which has rest or deliverance this always has eternal value welcome the lord now then you look at um at this from the greek as well so the greek also because the greek um uh, happens to come after the hebrew right uh, it came just for instance the new testament is written in greek it was written in greek and not in hebrew so the greek word for grace is rooted in the notion of non miraculous that that means it, that thing is unmerited or on end favor on favor, something that is not deserved that you have an ability in you or an activity will be going on in your life that cannot be stopped no 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 you are a man that thing must have an end but no until bread the breath of man is taken away that thing that not stop grace must abide grace you see you have to understand grace grace comes you see with eternal purpose it comes with eternal purpose it is supposed to remain it is supposed to produce its effect in your life it is supposed to you see producing you what your own ability cannot do when the evil grace came upon this man called saw we saw what he did now there is this man too in the bible called uh, the madman of gadara when this spirit came upon him we saw that this guy could you know he was so strong he would tear the or rip apart the chains that were used to bound him you bind him the guy would tear them no man could stop him why there was an influence an ability beyond the natural at work in him grace is something i've told you is the character of god it is a distinct essence of god is some part of god in character so if this thing is at work in you since god is eternal this thing is also eternal if a demon is at work in someone's life until the person dies that demon will not stop if that person is having the gift to steal and that grace is there to make the person steal until the person dies he'll be stealing forever <laughs> are you following good but then one thing about grace that grace can increase grace can increase grace can increase if that person does not get deliverance he will continue stealing forever he will become an expert and be training others he will be imparting demonic invitation teaching others to also steal showing them influencing them 
The Bible says that evil communication, evil manner of life can corrupt good manners. So they can also impart. There can be impartation in the money comes. Praise God forevermore. Now, so the Greek word for this is um, you know, it 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 conveys the notion of unmerited favor, unearned favor, undeserved favor in a sense that it is bestowed on a on, on a beneficiary, eliciting some favorable response, because it because it conditions the heart with elegance, beauty, and charm. When grace comes, see. It is able to make people respond in a certain way because it will evoke, it will produce some kind of elegance. The quality of your spirit is, is what actually makes people receive you in a certain way. They reject you because of the quality of your spirit, the grace you have, what comes out of you, your makeup. It produces beauty, divine beauty, or charm. According to, you see, the word charm is not evil as it were in this context now they are looking at it in the greek uh, in the greek bible they're looking at the dictionary they're looking at it as as an influence that is able to make people do things that they've not even intended doing for instance you never plan to go to a party to give give to anybody but you go to a party or a program and then someone performs um outstandingly you see and um you have you see you have uh, uh, you have no option than to just start giving or to donate or to give something and you end up giving so much you never planned it but then you were charmed the bewilderment of is is uh, antiques or the moves or the caprices can move you the trickery of such um movement or dance can compel you sometimes you can't spell bound you have to watch and watch and watch you never plan to spend much time there but it, the, the whole thing becomes so captivating we call that in grace and grace is able to produce beauty <laughs> uh in a greek war in a greek see where um the translation from hebrew to uh, the, the 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 greek one of such is ken ken k-h-e-n ken and it talks of beauty. You see, Proverbs 3, you read the Proverbs 3, the verse 22, it talks about uh, this kind of beauty, Proverbs 3, 20, 22. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Proverbs 3, thank you, Holy Spirit. Proverbs 3, 22. Now it has to do with the ornament of um, of grace. See where wisdom is likened unto the ornament of grace. So shall thy life be unto thy soul, and grace to thy neck. So see, grace becomes an ornament on a neck. So charming, able to produce some form of effect in the life of um of the of the one that has this kind of grace. I want you to understand something over here what grace does what grace does human ability cannot do actually grace rather comes to enhance human ability it is able to set it apart or you see grace able to 
pattern after that you sing okay so this grace has come the grace of singing it has come to help you assist you in the area of singing with a mellifluous voice or with some distinct skill putting you preferably above all others it is able to raise your status beyond the natural now it is able to make people above you treat you preferably than your own actual status necessitate your own status may maybe warrant some little applause but kings can bow to you they can rise before you because of this grace on you the ornament of grace now carries expressed the notion of what i may i may mention on end favor it is a gift bestowed upon a beneficiary that produces favorable response because it is charming it is elegant and beautiful we can see grace as beauty grace can produce a new beauty in Proverbs 3 the verse 22 so shall thy life be unto thy soul and grace to thy neck now you look at um genesis chapter 39 uh, about the life of um joseph and house of potiphar genesis chapter 39 the verse 4 the bible says starting from the verse 3 and his master saw that the lord was with him and that the lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand and joseph found grace in his sight there was this beauty that came his spirit was exuding with beauty some form of beauty see um was exuding was coming flowing out of his heart and god is talking about unprecedented flow of this grace the flow of his beauty in your life expect the flow of this beauty overflowing the extravagance of this flow overflowing grace causing beauty now and he made him overseer of his house and all that he, he had he had he put to his hand this produced some kind of favor this beauty 47 times it is used in the bible ken ken In Ruth chapter 2, we see the same um, word, Ken, used over there as beauty, grace producing beauty. May the grace of God produce beauty in your life. May you walk in that divine beauty. Now look at this. In Ruth 2, the verse 9, the Bible says, let thy eyes be on the field that they do reap, that they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch you? And when you are a test, when you go testy, go onto the vessels and drink of that which the young men have drawn. The first thing. Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, Why have I found grace in thy sight? Why have I found this beauty in your eyes? 
Why is my life become so beautiful before you? Why, why has my life become so precious? Why have I, you know, why have I changed in status in your eyes? Now that should have taken knowledge of me, that you have taken notice of me. See, I am a stranger. So this was a widow who had been given the privilege to enter into the, you see, enter into the harvest field and to glean as the reapers were reaping, as they were harvesting. Look at verse 7. And she said, I pray you, let me glean and, and, and gather after the reapers among the sheep. So she came and, and has continued even from morning until now that she tarried a little in the house. And then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hear thou me, my daughter, go not to, the, to glean in another field, neither go from hence, but abide here fast, abide here by my maidens. Don't go anywhere. Don't be moving about, you see, panhandling or begging or going about aimlessly, but stay here. Don't live like a, a beggar. Stay here. Stay in my field. Eat from my table. Eat from my table. I am responsible for your upkeep. I want to sponsor the things you do. This is what grace does. The beauty of this grace. And I pray for you that the grace of God would overshadow you, mantle your heart, and cause all, all the beholders, all the people that are into contact, that may come into contact with you, that may that share in lines of commonalities with you that has to do with you, your stakeholders around your life would see that divine beauty and favor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Treat you favorably beyond your level, your status. And grace also, uh, there is another word, see, in the Hebrew. That is also um, a verb form of the can, of the can. It is canan, canan. It means bestowing, bestowing favor, kindness, or value on someone. Putting value, you see, it's an action, see, of, of kindness, an action of benevolence. It is the action of grace. That people do you grace, they do you kindness. They like you say, please do me a favor. They they do you now. If it flows from someone of a higher status to another of, of low status, like Kinazar was telling um, um, Esther, Esther, <laughs> just name your wish. Even to the half of the kingdom, I'm willing to give to you. Name your wish. What do you want? I am ever re ready, willing to give to you. Listen, I want to read this to you, and uh, we we continue in our next in our next episode. Um, the book of Esther four, the verse eight. Um, four. The book of Esther, chapter 4, the verse 8. Also, he gave 
him a copy. Look at it. He gave him a copy of the writing of the decree that was given as Shushan to destroy them, to show it unto Esther and to declare it unto her and to charge her that she should go in unto the king to make supplication unto him, to make requests before him for her people. So, um, he had to, he had to, Herman had wanted to um, extinct the Jews, the Jews. He had wanted to, as it were, to exterminate them. And Mordecai took notice of this and so sent a message to be, you know, three of this same book and Esther spake yet again Esther 8 3 before the king and fell down at his feet and besought him with tears to put away the mischief of Haman the Agagite and the device that he had devised against the Jews then the king held out the golden scepter unto, towards Esther so Esther arose and stood before the king and said, If I please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman, the son of Amadetta, the Agagites, which he wrote to destroy the Jews which are, are in all the king's promises. For now can I, for how can I endure to see the evil that shall come unto my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? Then the king Azra said unto Esther the queen, and to Mordecai the, the Jebul, I have given Esther the, ho the house of Haman, and him they have hanged upon the gallows, because he laid his hand upon the Jews. <laughs> Write ye also for the Jews as it liketh you. She writes in the king's name. Write as it please you. An open check, blank check. See, write as you please, as may please you in my name and seal it with the king's ring. So be my capacity. Make the ruling. See what grace does. And I'll be sharing with you some secret about Joseph. How that Joseph was the one in command over all the provinces of Egypt. He was the one in charge of over all the regions. He was the man in charge. There was none like him. Just that they had a king. In this, in this. Scenario two, there was Azros, <laughs> Mordecai and Esther, they acted as king and queen instead of the king. That's what grace does. Action. Action. Unmerited favor. I declare that this story, this shall be shown you.
hospitals, bringing into you preferential treatment, the phrase that your own status can never wear out. This is your blessing. Receive freely blessings, assistance from all walks of life. One thing I want you to remember is this. Grace comes with shield. Grace comes with shield. And nobody can stop the man that has the grace. If you have the grace for singing, nobody can stop you. If you have the grace for education, nobody can stop you. Unless you don't know. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. Today, God has revealed grace to you. Grace goes beyond just uh, uh, some favor, merited favor. There are See, there are debts in grace. And of course, well, we can spend almost two, two months um, touching on this same summit. It's amazing. We have to go into debt. The essence of the word grace, may the grace of God mantle your heart today and shift you in the name of feel this assignment for your life. I told that grace comes with activity, with some life, newness, new activity. A man of grace begins to show strange, strange acts of beauty. When a man is also influenced by demons, his life changes. There's a law at work in him. The law begins to manifest. It goes beyond his will. It is something beyond his natural ability. If it's about womanizing, it's about uh, you know, a philanderous life, it begins to flirt around without, you know, the least check. That is a spirit at work. And this is a divine essence from God, moving you into action, impelling some action in you, making you do things beyond your ability, beyond your, reason, your, 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 your reasoning, beyond your ability, beyond the faculties of your comprehension, beyond your thought processes, beyond your skill, beyond your power. It is not of Him that will it, but it's of God that shows mercy. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Father, I thank you. For the grace of May the grace arrest their heart. May the grace push them to do things beyond their ability. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless.